I'm Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of this newsletter is going to be why closure is so important. Well, obviously, for whatever reason, it seems like I got several emails today from three different guys that were three different places, three different continents in the world, all basically dealing with trying to let go of something they either screwed up with acting needy, just acting inappropriate, and completely turning the woman off that they were dating to the point where she wanted nothing to do with them and cut them off completely. Other guys, I remember one guy I was reading, he had been hung up on this girl for years and she didn't even know she would, that he was hung up on her. And he just wasted several years of his life and I just see so many guys suffering because of this as being either hung up on something that's never going to go anywhere or hung up on what ended a long time ago and just letting it go and moving forward. But he brings up some uh, good things. Now, obviously, you can tell there's a lot of anger and a lot of hurt. And it makes it very frustrating when you're trying to get closure and the other person basically doesn't want anything to do with you. They don't want to talk to you, and that's what's happened to this particular guy. He says, hi, Corey. Okay, about six months ago, my ex decided she was done. She left, and we never talked again. In the beginning, I was a needy one and did everything wrong there is and possibly made some new ones on top of that. And I say that's why she left you. When you act needy and you act weak, you're basically communicating to the other person that you don't feel that you deserve to be with them. And when you have a deep-seated belief that deep down you think it's simply a matter of time before they discover what a horrible, awful person you are and they leave you, when you come from that place, you literally fear it happening. And what you fear, you attract. And since you were coming from a place of fear that you just figure it's, a, it's just simply a matter of time before she gets rid of you, then everything you do and everything you say is going to be congruent with your belief and you're just slowly going to be pushing her away and you don't even realize that you're doing it. It's like you're sabotaging your, your own success and you have no idea that, that you're actually ruining things. <clears throat> he says, when we first got together, she had nothing. She lived in a room with her three boys at her boss's house. Once we got together, I stepped up to the plate and swung for a home run. Within 30 days, I managed to get her own place with furniture, appliances, etc. And I would say, you tried to take care of her and to do too many things for her, and you figured you'd buy her love by solving all of her problems and paying all of her bills. And when you do that, I mean, you're setting your, you're inviting to get dicked over in that particular case, because obviously she was a woman in need, and you were all too happy to help her. And you were only interested in and focused on what your level of attraction and interest was for her, but you probably completely ignored how she felt towards you. And so you figured that you could buy her love through gifts, through paying her bills, through getting her furniture, getting her a house. And that's not love, that's horse trading. I mean, the whole purpose of all relationships is you go there to give. You don't go there and act like a sucker and offer to pay all of her bills and solve all of her money problems with somebody that you just met. You're just asking. You're in just inviting to get walked all over. He says, I live with her every weekend and we never had a fight. And I would say, why would she complain and fuck up, take a risk of fucking up the gravy train? 
He says, when she left me like this, she did, the way she did, I was hurt. She showed no mercy, so I never got closure. I blew up her phone calls and texts, but got no reply that weekend. She was nowhere to be found, and I, f I feel she was with someone else, and that this was planned. More than likely, guys in your situation, more than likely what happened is you probably became very controlling, and you figured since you were paying all of her bills that you could manipulate and you could control her so you could get her all to yourself and eventually she started resenting it and she either found somebody else to use or she lined somebody else up to get away from you because you were you weren't interested in how she felt about you the only thing you are concerned about is how you felt about her he says, I followed your advice and stopped making contact for three months where I dated other ladies and slept with at least eight to ten other ladies. And I'd say, good, good job. Use these skills that I teach to go practice with other women because repetition is the mother of skill. And the idea is by applying this over and over with other women because obviously your ex, she's moved on. She doesn't give a fuck about you. And you don't want to try to keep somebody who doesn't want to keep you. And so you move on and you practice your skills with other women. Why? Because you get better. This grows your confidence because the main reason is it's simply a matter of time before you run into a woman who totally fucking knocks your socks off and blows this last girl that you were with totally away as far as looks, her attitude, her ability to communicate. And so you've got to get ready. You've got to get prepared for that moment by practicing by meeting and interacting with other women, by calling them for dates, by going out on dates, by seducing them, by going through the whole process of meeting, having a connection, and then successfully concluding it in the bedroom. And either one of those girls you'll eventually fall in love with and have a great relationship with, or one day, more than likely, if you're like what always happens to me, as you'll be going along about your life, and all of a sudden, boom, somebody will be dropped right into your life, you'll run into each other, and you'll be completely ready for her to meet her and she'll be completely ready to meet you and since you will have prepared yourself by practicing with other women up until that point you'll know exactly what to say how to say it and you'll have no fear of rejection and from the day that you meet you'll it's just will be completely effortless like I talk about in the book but you got to get ready you got to get prepared you can't sit around fucking feeling sorry for yourself for the fact that this you know, the bottom line is you acted like a sucker and you got to admit that you fucked up and you just simply didn't know what you didn't know back then and just talk it up to experience because that's what makes you stronger. When there's going to come a point in time where you're going to look back in this whole experience and you're going to laugh at yourself and you're going to laugh at the fact that you were such a jackass and that you totally put yourself in a position because no one will ever do or say anything to you that you don't invite them to do. That's something to think about. He says, but with each day the pain continued to grow rather than fade and to the point where I broke down and contacted her friend to see if she would talk to her friend and try to arrange for me to put this behind me. Still nothing. And I'd say it's pathetically weak. You never try to keep somebody who doesn't want to keep you. You make yourself look like a jackass. And a man who perceives himself as a catch would fucking never stoop to that level and go and, and do something so weak and so needy. He would have the attitude, I mean, my attitude is the way I look at women that I haven't met yet, and my attitude is I think they all want me. 
Most of the time, that's not right, that's not correct, and I'm wrong about that premise. But that's okay because that's the place that I come from. And when the interaction ends and if I really was into her and she was lukewarm or really didn't seem to care or didn't respond that favorably, the way I look at it is, hey, it's her loss. And I really feel that way because she has no idea. She'll never meet another guy that knows the things that I know that she could have had a great fucking time with. It's her loss. And you have to get to the place where you just really don't give a fuck. Because why? The secret is there's another bus every 15 minutes, dude. There really is. And I know it might not feel like it right now, but it's simply, I mean, before you met this girl that's your ex right now, there was probably another girl before that and another one before that that you felt the same damn way about that you really loved and you really liked and you had a great time with for a while, but at some point it ended. And there was a period of time where you felt like you would never find anybody better, but then you did meet somebody better. And then that relationship was even better than the last. And that's what I found is like each relationship is an opportunity for you and her to help each other grow and become more. And don't be sad that it's over. Be glad that it happened and you had the great experiences that you had. He says, I feel extremely hurt and the more I think of it, the more I am bound to destroy myself and her. And I'd say you need to cut that fucking weak bullshit out immediately. All you're, What you're really saying is you just want to end the pain. You want... The hurt that you feel to go away. And part of the problem is the reason that you suffer is because you won't, you haven't let go and you haven't accepted what is. I mean, the bottom line is your relationship ended. And after you've read my book now, which I, I remember you mentioned that you had already, you realize all the things that you did to turn her off. And the bottom line is the mistakes are done. The damage is done. There's nothing... There's, Talking to her is going to do nothing. The only reason why you really want to talk to her is because in the back of your mind, your little piddly little ego is thinking there's something that you can say to her that's going to cause her to change her mind and want to get back together with you. That's the only reason that you want to talk to her. There's, there's, it, it's going to do nothing for you. You have to let it go. And you got to stop talking this way because you're diminishing yourself. You are putting this woman on a pedestal when she hasn't earned it and she doesn't belong there. The only time you put a woman on a pedestal is when she earns it through her actions and she's got you up on that pedestal with her. She's celebrating you just as much as you celebrate her. In this particular case, you are putting more into this relationship than she was and you're ignoring that fact. That's why you got walked all over because you let her walk all over you and you communicated that you had absolutely no fucking self-respect and you let her treat that you this way and abuse you this way and you just sat there and took it and when a woman doesn't respect you she'll never love you and bottom line is you got what you deserve you did it to yourself dude you can't blame anybody else but the guy that you see when you look in the mirror he says i do not like this feeling and he says i have this lump in my stomach from the thought of ungratefulness and he says, I just want to destroy everything she seems to enjoy. And the thing is, you in your mind it pisses you off because you feel like she's already gone on with her life and she's happy and you're not. And when a breakup ends, or when a relationship ends and a breakup occurs, if it's a bunch of bullshit for two people or one of those people to feel like the other one needs to hurt more than they do in order for them to move on. And that's basically what you're telling me. I want her to feel more pain than I feel about this. I mean, the bottom line is it ended. You just need to let it go. I mean, you did the best you could with where you were at at the time. 
And now you've learned some new things and you're having some success with other women. So you just need to move on with your life and let let things go with this girl. Be a fucking man, dude. Grow a fucking set of balls and admit to yourself that you fucked up. And he says, I still have the right to closure and to tie up loose ends. And I'd say, no, you don't. You have no right over her. Freedom comes not from men. Freedom comes not from the state. It comes from the Lord. Freedom is our God-given, inalienable right. And you have absolutely no right to demand or expect another divine, free, sovereign being to have to spend time with you so you can feel better about yourself. So you can basically, because all you really want to do is you want to project all of your own self-hatred and self-loathing onto her and blame her for the reason that the relationship ended when the real reason the relationship ended was because you acted like a weak, little needy jackass. You acted like a little weak bitch, and you know you did. You wouldn't have written me if you hadn't. And, I mean, at the end of the day, you make yourself look like a sucker when you talk like this. You make yourself look weak, and you make yourself look undesirable. And deep down, I know you're not that. I, I know deep down that you're better than this. And if you want to move past things, the, especially when you're hurting them, you've got to look at the way children experience emotions. Or if you watch little kids, how they are, one minute they're running around, they're playing, they're happy, they're laughing, and the next minute they're going screaming to an adult. Like It sounds like somebody chopped off all their legs and their arms, and they scream in bloody murder. And then the adult talks to them, what's the matter? And she's, oh, so-and-so called me a name, or so-and-so put a bug in my hair, or so-and-so said they didn't like me, or so-and-so threw something at me. And then the parent or the adult talks to them, is present with the child, the child expresses all the emotions, and then 30 seconds later the kid's running around like nothing ever happened, chasing everybody like no big deal. And the only reason is, is because the child felt hurt, it felt negative emotions, it experienced them, it was authentically present with them, and it, therefore they dissolved and it moved on. And two hours later, he may fall and stub his knee again, he's crying bloody murder, but 30 seconds later, he'll be happy and right as rain like nothing ever happened.